everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 41 of the Matt and Matt O-Scale Trains podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rochford, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Mezuzuha. Matthew, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, man. We got an OG podcast tonight. I'm excited. We do. That we do. Unfortunately, um, our friend, Mr. Johnny, will not be able to join us tonight, but that's okay. We, we definitely have an OG podcast tonight. Now, uh, as far as the Matt Matt podcast goes, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, YouTube, and Amazon Music. And again, as always, I like to bring up our Discord server. Uh, We are over 150 people. We got a lot of people in there uh, talking and chatting and posting their photos, posting their videos of their layouts, asking for advice, asking how to, you know, how to fix this uh, on their, in their engine or on their rolling stock. Uh, we have people from the YouTube community. Uh, so a lot of the big ones, Jason uh, Stuckert, who we had uh, had on last week, uh, Chris, uh, RBP Trains, uh, and uh, just a slew of other folks, too, that are often show up in there and often show up uh, in the in the actual voice chats. So you can talk to them. So, again, it's it's free. Doesn't cost you anything. Uh, all you have to do is click on that link in the show notes and uh, agree to the the terms that uh, you're going to be a good person. That's all I want you to be is a good person. And uh, you will be let in and you can start chatting away. Now, uh, as far as Matt Matt merchandise goes, uh, I have a coffee mug. Uh, we're going to be buying some shirts for ourselves soon. And if you would like anything with our logo on it, uh, please uh, feel free to check out the uh, show note link. And if you use our uh, code M-A-M-P-O-D, you will get 10% off. Before we start, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Trains.com. If you are looking for a great deal on used and new model railroading products and want top-notch service, then please head over to Trains.com, where they have over 120,000 products with new ones added every day. You can also sign up for their newsletter to see newly listed and newly discounted products and receive advance notice of upcoming promotions. Now, I've been using Trains.com myself as well as my co-hosts, and we highly recommend them to our listeners. Now, if you're like us and you're always on the lookout for your next engine, join the Trains Rewards program to earn points on every purchase and unlock future discounts. And if you're an avid collector and want first dibs on new items, sign up for the private car membership to get early access to new listings, earn five points per dollar spent, and unlock great benefits like no questions asked returns. Now, guys, don't forget that uh, you'll need parts to keep your engines and cars operating smoothly. And to do this, Trains has a collection of 15,000 plus parts available on their website for any item you may need. And also, if you're interested in downsizing your collection or know someone who is unfortunately leaving the hobby, Trains also buys collections. So head over to sellmytrains.com to get a quote. And Trains makes it easy to sell your collection. Now, if you do plan on buying from them, please use our affiliate link, which is www.trains.com slash MMOP. You can also use our unique one-time promo code MMOP for $10 off a single purchase on the trains.com website. Now, let's talk about tonight's episode. Tonight on the podcast, we will be interviewing the artists behind so many wonderful and beautiful Lionel and model railroading inspired paintings, Angela Trotta Thomas. Angela, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Matt. Matt, I'm very happy to be here. Yes, we have. Uh, you actually were kind of on our radar for a long time. Uh, we are both <laughs> super huge fans of your work. Uh, obviously, being you know close to Lionel and, and and stuff like that. You know, we see uh, your your artwork on you know engines and rolling stock and in paintings and in the catalogs. Uh, so, you know, we feel very, very blessed uh, that you were able to take the time out and, and come on our humble po- podcast. Oh, I'm, I'm honored. Thank you for having me. I really mean that. I appreciate it very much. Awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, well, you know what, let's go ahead and just get started. Uh, but first, uh, Matt Z, did you have anything you wanted to say? No, I just, uh, I really uh, thank you for coming on, uh, coming on uh, Angela. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to this. We will we'll, we'll definitely have a good time. <laughs> Sweet. I can't wait. All right. 
So, uh, Angela, I'm just going to go ahead and just go down our, our set of questions for you. Uh, and uh, just so you know, at least for the listeners, um, you know, a lot of this information can be found on our website. And obviously, we're going to let Angela uh, plug her website and all her social stuff at the end. But uh, just for our listeners, um, you know, we just it, it may be questions that they can already find, but we want to make sure our listeners uh, get to know you here on the podcast. So if I ask some kind of redundant questions, I do apologize, uh, but we just want to get to know you. Fine. No problem. Uh, awesome. All right. So, well, my first one is how did you get started in painting? Well, in painting, I I actually don't ever remember not wanting to be an artist. I, I wanted to be an artist since I was a little girl. So uh, I just painted and, and did a lot of drawing all through my, you know, school years and that sort of thing. And when it came time to go to college, I, I went to um, school to major in art. And it wasn't until many years afterward, I did work as, you know, as an artist for many years not doing Lionel artwork, but years later, I went back to college um, to get a master's degree. And that's where all the Lionel artwork started. And what, uh, what inspires you to paint the style that you do? Well, I was in an illustration program and uh, of course I always admired Norman Rockwell and many of the um illustrators of that that time era and it just so happened that the way that I was always drawing a lot of my professors would say to me you know that they loved the way I I I did my drawings they always looked kind of from the 50s and the 40s and and finally one day I just sort of realized you know what <laughs> maybe that's what I should be doing and because that's what came out of me. What that was, what was very comfortable for me to draw, and it just so happened that it kind of meshed with the um, Lionel artwork. Yeah, I think it's something you said that was kind of key is is Norman Rockwell, which um, you know, obviously, I'm not comparing you to Norman Rockwell, and everyone has their own unique style. Uh, but that is one of the things that kind of popped out for me because uh, you know, with Norman Rockwell, you know, you could just see like all of the character uh, and emotions in all of his, his paintings, at least in the, in the paintings of all of the, the people. And I totally see that in yours as well, uh, which always makes me smile, especially like all of your holiday themed paintings with the kids and the smiles on their faces. And it just, it, it, it you look at it and it makes you happy just looking at some of the paintings that you do. That's always been my main focus from day one was to um, ca capture the emotional attachment that so many collectors have with their Lionel trains, their memories of their, uh, their first train when they got it, how old they were. Christmas was, you know, really special time. Everyone had had a layout at that you know, back in the, in post-war era. And it, it was always a warm, comfortable, happy feeling. So I was really very much um, enthralled with the emotional attachment. And, and that's what I tried to capture in most of all my, my work with Lionel trains. And how did you, I guess this is a good, a good segue to that though. So how did you actually, get in touch with Lionel to start doing artwork with them? Did they reach out to you? Did, did they, uh, um, you know, see one of your paintings and say, well, you know, or did you actually start actually painting uh, some model railroad inspired uh, artwork? And then they saw that and said, Oh, you know what? She would be perfect for some of our products. Well, we should start at the beginning. My husband is a uh, is a Lionel train collector, so I've been around Lionel trains. Actually, as a child, my brother had them. Uh, my father always put them up on, at at Christmas time. But when I got married uh, and we started a family, my husband got very into Lionel trains and became a very avid collector. So they were always part of our household. I was always, um, I always admired the old catalogs and all the artwork that was in the catalogs, 
back in, you know, in the post-war era. I mean, they were beautifully illustrated and very evocative. And I felt that, you know, that's the kind of art I would want to create. But the way I actually ended up in the, um, doing Lionel trains was part of my master's program was to do a master's research project. And, um, you know, kind of racked my brains. I had two small children. I was working on a master's degree. It was like, oh, how am I going to do this now too? And basically, um, because we're collectors, we had so much reference in the house. And my husband said to me one day, why don't you look into all the old artwork? And, and he said, nobody's doing anything like that. And it's such a collectible. And when I started realizing, you know, he was right. He had a point there. And then he said the magic words, which were, I'll help you with it. And I thought, oh, that's great. Well, it ended up being great because he did help me with it, but I actually learned an awful lot. And and then I became very enthralled with the trains myself. Not that I wasn't before, but much more so. I got to know, you know, the different engines, the road names, the, you know, the different kinds of engines. And basically, um, it was an education for me, but what came out of it was, uh, I did some artwork for my husband when I was working on this project and, um, we sent the, we've sent the original artwork to, um, Nick Ladd, who at, at that time was a, a very recent past president of the, of the TCA also, um, was a marketing manager of John Wanamaker. So he had a lot of background in, you know, marketing and that sort of thing. So we sat down with him one day and I did a few paintings for my husband, just pretty much as a thank you for all that he was helping me with. And when Nick Ladd saw the artwork, he said, you have to contact Lionel and you have to do something with this artwork. It just happened to be uh, some of the early pieces were uh, Christmas memories and window wishing, which is probably the most iconic painting I ever did. Um, so that, that leads me to how I ended up getting involved with Lionel. When we, once I decided to, that that's what we were going to do all these projects, uh, you know, all this artwork with Lionel, I, I, um, my husband and I sat down and crafted a letter and found out that Dick Kuhn owned the company. So we addressed it directly to Dick Kuhn and put this letter in the mail well, and back this was back before digital and everything else. It was 30 years ago. Sent uh, copies of the artwork and asked if we could have permission to be licensed to create some Christmas cards and prints using their Lionel trains as um, part of the, the main part, actually, of the um, subject matter. And I waited about a week after we sent it and I called out to see, you know, just to touch base and to see if they received the, the letter. And, um, I got Dick Coon's secretary at the time and explained who I was. And she said, Oh, you're the artist. He has those drawings in his briefcase. And she said, we're going to get, we were going to get back to you. She said, um, I'll get him to get in touch with you. So make a long story short, he basically did contact me they were so excited because no one had ever really approached Lionel to do anything like this. And, and the, the funny part I found was there are, there are, you know, airplane artists, there are train artists, there are car artists, but Lionel is such a collectible. It just seemed like a natural thing to, um, you know, kind of like resurrect and, and, and create paintings about, and no one had ever done that. So I was licensed. They they love the artwork, and that's how it began. And that was in 1990. So no, actually, no. Yeah, it's much more than 30 years now. <laughs> it's growing <laughs> really far, <laughs> you know. So basically, that's how it started, and and um, it just sort of took off from there. It's you know, we went to York. We sold so many prints. I, 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 we we were in shock at how how many how many things happened so quickly after that. And then you know I um, created many prints, early prints. Uh, that what what I did was, and it was it was a wonderful thing for for obviously for the collectors and for me. Uh, I kept records about. Uh, every print I sold and who bought the print and the number of the print, because all the prints were numbered, signed and numbered. 
And when I would create a new print, I would send out a mailing, give, give um, them like six weeks before I was actually going to release the painting, the print, I mean, uh, to let me know if they would like that print in the same number as their previous print. And that ended up being an incredible marketing tool that I didn't plan on <laughs> being a marketing tool. I had no marketing background. Let me let me clarify that. It was one foot in front of the other, but people <laughs> did respond. <laughs> and they really, um, uh, really, I have collectors out there that have collected every single thing I've done in the same number, which is, it's to, to my mind, I don't even know where they're putting them. That's <laughs> <you know? laughs> probably on shelves somewhere, but that's okay. I, I'm, <laughs> so, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's hanging over their layout. Well, uh, most likely. Probably, because, yeah. I don't know. I don't have a big layout because I painted a lot of paintings. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's how it began. That's how it started. And then it kind yeah. of goes from there. I'm sure you brought back so many memories for folks that grew up like in the late forties and the fifties uh, because of the imagery that you use. I could imagine like being at that first York and walking around and just seeing your paintings and being like, Oh wow. Like that, that was me. Like, you know, that kid looks that, like me or that, that looks that, like my brother, you know, <laughs> or something like that or sister, you know? Well, no, I can't tell you how many people said that was me. That was like this. Yeah. I, fact, I probably should paint a painting that says that was me because that was said so many times. <laughs> and I, I felt like, okay, I'm doing something right. I'm, I'm tapping into their memories. And, you know, let's yeah. say, again, I have a husband that's an avid collector. We have very close friends that are all avid collectors. And um, they've been my help and critics and you know they kind of tell me you know what's important what's not important what what uh memory was you know really revered which ones are not eh, not so much and, and so i get i have a lot of really positive feedback and it's very helpful to for me to stay on track no pun intended <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well you gave them a photograph right you know so those so those for these folks that maybe maybe they're Parents didn't take a lot of photos. Maybe they didn't have access. Maybe they just didn't have enough, you know, obviously money, you know, for, for to have stuff like that. But, you know, what you did was you created this photograph for them where they, you know, and that's exactly what they, they what they saw when they saw those. They were just like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, and, and memories just last forever. Right. So, well, I mean, that's what I would do. You know, you know, it's just take that. Put it somewhere where I could just always look at it if I ever need to, like, have a good smile or something like that. <laughs> well, basically, that's that's it. I want them to be able to smile. And, and a lot of my paintings, especially the earlier ones, have a lot of detail in them. So there's there's a lot of new things that people see each time they really look at it. You know, I was very meticulous about wanting to get, you know, the furniture correct, the the room settings correct, everything that kind of, you know, felt like that time period and that place and that time. It was, it was, uh, there was a lot of research that I would do even before I would even start a sketch, uh, just to make sure that it really, you know, rang true for, for collectors. I'm curious, actually, the, the logistics behind when you do paintings for Lion L did you also have to get an okay licensing like from the railroads too? If you, if you like, let's say you made a painting that had Santa Fe on it. Um, were, were you okay with just getting the okay with Lionel to do that? Or did you also have to reach out like to the, to, to the Santa Fe railroad and get their okay to do that as well? No, uh, not for the toy trains, but okay. if I probably, if I wanted to really, you know, uh, you know, in the Union Pacific or whatever. And and now the, here's the thing. If I'm going to reproduce the piece, then you need permission like from Lionel and, uh, you know, well, if I just paint a painting, I can paint any painting I want to paint. It's when I reproduce it that it becomes a point of licensing. And that's why I'm licensed directly with Lionel because they're already, they already have all that in place. Okay. Thank you so much. I'm not, you know, I'm not, into legalities of licensing and stuff like that. So it's right. definitely something I didn't know about it. And I'm sure it's something that our listeners probably didn't know about as well. 
So, uh, you know, yeah, my, no my curiosity got to me and I was kind of like, <laughs> no, you know, how much is there, you know, into. Yeah. <laughs> well, it can get it can get confusing, uh, you know, but basically I'm licensed directly with Lionel Trains and the, they have been creating these trains for what, 100, 120 some years. Um, so they've already got that in place. So I basically just have to work directly with Lionel, which is wonderful. And they've been wonderful to work with. Yeah. And I love not just your, so your paintings are, are, are fantastic, but I also like the locomotives and the rolling stock that have your inspired artwork on them. Uh, you know, that, there's you know, a that started Those are out awesome. years back. Um, I don't even know how many years I've been actually uh, working with Lionel where they have actually taken my artwork back and put it on, on, uh, on product. Um, started out that it was all my earlier pieces that that were put on um a lot of the christmas uh they were most of the box cars but as it's evolved in time now you know there's a whole product line that i work on and it's it doesn't just focus on post war anymore now it it's got um i'm working on an iconics uh iconic engine series right now and it's new product and post-war product. It's what it's whatever, you know, when we speak together, what we decide we think would, would really, you know, resonate with the collectors. And a, a lot of it is new product as well. Um, a lot of Santa Clauses and a lot of Christmas because, I mean, trains, especially for collectors, are all year round. But Christmas, it's everyone understands trains at Christmas time. So that's how we... Um, you know, I, I pretty much have a whole Christmas line if you if you go th- back through the catalogs of of product, which I'm very proud of and very happy that it, it has it has uh, turned into that. You know, that wasn't that wasn't a plan as well, but it, it just it just worked out that way. Yeah. And for anyone interested listening right now, if you go online, those website and just in the search engine, you know, in the search box, if you just type Angela Trotta Thomas. Uh, you will get a very large uh, response in hits on all of the stuff uh, that she has created uh, for or with Lionel. And uh, and they're they're all amazing, to be perfectly honest with you. So, yeah, yeah you should be. I, love, I love working with them. I work directly most of the time with Megan and um, we do we just we brainstorm. And when we come up with ideas, um, you know, I just kind of visualize it. She trusts me when I visualize it, put it together and sketch it and send it out. And then uh, I'll, I'll usually send the sketch ahead. And when it's approved and luckily it's, it is approved, I then will do the final painting. Awesome. Yeah, we're, we're we're looking forward to having Megan on here as well. You know, we had we had Ryan on uh, right. for their last catalog. And uh, we would definitely like to have Ryan and Megan on uh, as well. Uh, yeah, talking about uh, future catalog, yeah, yeah. you know, and probably hopefully on the new catalog that, you know, will be out in the summertime. So. Right. Well, I'm working on some new things coming up um, next year. And I believe all last year's um, the blue comet iconic engine piece and the um, New York central iconic engine piece are are out they may be even being distributed now um if you're interested in those yeah probably i don't know how i think you probably want to work with a dealer to get those but i think they're out i think they've released them now okay yeah we'll definitely take a look at that i think my favorite piece is from the uh the 2018 big book it was a uh, angela trotta lion chief plus hudson and it has that beautiful uh, Santa Claus um, with the with the trains on the tender, and uh, it's just got these oh, just yeah. awesome <laughs> colors and yeah. oh yeah, it, it just is, pops. It's, it's it just a, pops. It's a cool engine. I'm really I'm excited. I was up very excited about that. Really yeah. excited about that. And, and and luckily it's done really well. And uh, you know I I I get a kick out of going through Facebook and all you know magazines and and the websites and seeing all the. The, all those engines on everyone's Christmas layout. It makes me feel really good. I really am happy about that. And is most of your items like truly just 
very much Christmas inspired as well. I mean, obviously, when you think Christmas and you think Lionel, like that's like peanut butter and jelly, right? For for exactly, us exactly. model railroaders. <laughs> uh, but like for you, was that always special as well? Like the Christmas time? Oh, yes. In our family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, my husband did have a, a, a big layout, you know, a year round layout. But then at Christmas time, we would do the whole layout under the Christmas tree. We still do. In fact, last year, uh, we we in our neighborhood, uh, we have a um, the HOA has a, a, a big Christmas extravaganza. And uh, my husband, Bob, and good friend, Joe Sadorf and Wayne Strobel built an incredible layout in, in our garage. And, you know, we redid the whole garage. You wouldn't even know you were in a garage when, when it was finished. And um, the kids came around uh, with, with horse and carriage and they were let off and come in to see the layout. And um, we had candy canes and all that sort of thing. So that was really, instead of doing it under the tree this year, we did we did that. And I, I think this is becoming going to be a, a tradition in our neighborhood now. So because it was such a hit, we had so many kids that, Families, I shouldn't say just kid, not just kids, but families coming to see the trains, and we were running. I think we ran four, four um, sets, and had loads and loads of accessories, and um, we blew up one of my paintings as, as a big mural, a four foot by eight foot mural, put it behind um, the layout, and uh, it just was. It was magical. It really was. We had twinkly lights all over the place, and Christmas tree, and I, I I think that people just, even though they weren't into trains, just, you know, I think we got a lot of new kids into trains that day. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And that's something I think we've been seeing in the last few years. And we'll definitely hit on that, hit on that topic as well, because, you know, I know, you know, model railroading has had its ups and downs, but I would say probably in the last four or five years with the you know, the huge spike in social media, uh, mm-hmm. especially along the lines of YouTube videos, uh, there are just like so many people posting um, their their new trains, their old trains, uh, layout tips like and it's it is just kind of flooded social media platform. And I think it's done a fantastic job of really putting a fire under model railroading as a whole because i'm seeing more and more people uh go into hobby shops and 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 purchase uh lion chief sets you know new sets for their kids where in the past you know it kind of fell off you know like we had that kind of surge of of uh you know you know we, we still do have a big surge of people on their on their phones and their ipads and stuff like that but you know i think these uh Modern railroading companies, especially Lionel, have really caught on to social media. And then also on the flip side, uh, people have been using social media to promote the platform. And I have we've seen just so many people in the last few years and not just uh, folks, you know, uh, older generation folks, but like young kids, like people in their 20s and even their teens, like just get excited about modern railroading. and. You know, that's I think that's a really good thing for the hobby. Well, I I think that um, Lionel has really um, realized all that and really, really up their game as far as technology and social media. And and let's face it, this is a techie generation and they're very, very, very um, tuned into that. And so many of the products now have so many more um bells and whistles, if you will, you know, which, uh, I think is really part of what's getting the younger generation as well. I, I think it's going to live on. I really do. Yeah, I hope so. I think, and I'm going to quote Johnny, Johnny's not here, but I'm going to give credit where credit's due. And I think Johnny said like, this is a, we're in like a, a model railroading O scale Renaissance right now. Right. And I, think uh, so. I do. I do. It's it's uh, it. We're holding on to the old love and attachment, but we're also giving them the technology that that these kids are used to now. And, you know, I mean, everything's done on their phone and, you know, iPads and everything else. I mean, it's just um, 
you kind of have to move with it and move with the move with the way the kids are moving. You know that that, that is that that speaks like a million words. I'm telling you right now because <laughs> that's the thing. It's just people don't people don't like change, right? I mean, people don't like to change. There some people are very fit in their ways that they do things and no, no, that's not the way we do it. Like this is the way I do it. I love this way. And that's perfectly fine. But in order to, for a company like Lionel and, and all the other, you know, O scale manufacturers out there, you really need to adapt to what the kids are doing now, because look like the kids now, these are the, this is the demographic right now. That's going to purchase your products and they're going to be a lot of them are are getting to that age where they're becoming uh decision makers and they're getting full-time jobs and um you know they're going to spend their money well you know what make them spend it on uh on model railroading on o scale and angela trotta thomas paintings as well (laughs) well you know what what i what i have found is that a lot of um a lot of people that you know are are older, like our age that are, we're into very much into the post-war era are coming back now after they've, you know, collected my prints over the years and having asked me to do private commission work, um, with their favorite engine or whatever, whatever the case may be them as a child. And I do take on some private commissions. I've been really, really busy with a lot of work and I'm kind of backed up now, but I try to get, you know, a few private commissions in there here and there, um, just because it's, it's, it becomes very much a more personal thing. Um, as far as future, we'll see if kids want me to, you know, as they grow older, uh, paint them with their iPads in their hand. We'll have to see if that comes to, comes to fruition. (laughs) Not sure. (laughs) (laughs) But basically, um, it's just evolved into many different places that I never anticipated in the beginning. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up the private commission paintings because that was definitely something I was going to bring up for you and, and have you talk about it. But uh, you've, you've already checked that box, it seems. <laughs> well, if you have another question about it, feel free. I'll, I'll elaborate. <laughs> you know, so. Well, I, so what is the yeah, why don't we just dive into it? That way, if people are interested, uh, if our listeners, listeners are interested, uh, obviously, we'll get your contact info and everything will be in the notes and we'll do it at the end. But like for you to take on a, a, a commission painting, like what is the time frame in there and, and what, you know, what needs to be set up in the beginning uh, by the, you know, the originator, the one who has the idea, like how does that process work? Well, basically if, if there's something that they have in mind, obviously they should email me first and we can, you know, correspond and set up a, a time that's convenient for both of us to talk. And I'll, I'll give you my email later on as well. Um, I think that depending, it depends on a couple things. I need to have really good reference um, and I will walk them through reference if I need them to photograph something or if it's from older pictures, I need, I need them to be clear because it doesn't work very well when they're not. So um, what I do then is I'll have them send me, you know, some of the reference and then I will tell them if I can work from that. Then if we do work from that, uh, I, I'll, you know, we'll, we'll discuss a, uh, a time frame. Time frames, I'll tell you, I, they used to be six months. Now they're more like nine months to a year, maybe even a little longer because I've got, I, I do a lot of work for Lionel, you know, with the project and with the, with the products. And I also, um, show in a gallery, Reinert, uh, fine art in Charleston, South Carolina. And I do a lot of painting for the galleries. So, I have a lot on my plate. So what I do is I kind of fit in a private commission here and there when I, when I can, you know, I like to give it the time that it deserves to be right, but I haven't had any problem. Most people really understand and they're, they're willing to wait. And, um, usually almost always, and pretty much they're so happy when they get it. So it finally that I've forgiven for, if it took longer than it should have, if you know what I mean. So, um, (laughs) But I do like and, and really enjoy doing the, the private commissions when I have the time and when I have the right reference. And the best thing to do if anybody has ideas or, or, or questions, to feel free to email me anytime. Um, my email is just my name, Angela Trotta Thomas at gmail.com. And uh, we'll, we'll go from there and see if it will work out. 
Yeah, and we'll we'll definitely have all of that information uh, in the podcast show notes as well. So if people okay. uh, can't write it down fast enough or they have a bad memory like me, uh, you know, it'll be right there as a as a you know something you just copy and paste into an email, and you can email Angela and uh, maybe get that uh, favorite painting or something that you've been wanting to get. Well, uh, I actually, I've, uh, I've done even, I'm even do private, I'm working on a private commission now of, um, a co- for a collector that has, um, it's not really his memory. He, co- he collects rare pieces and he just wants kind of almost like a still life of the rare pieces, you know, a few of the rare pieces. So I, I do a lot of different things. And ironically, uh, a painting that I did and submitted to, um, the National Oil an acrylic society, um, best of America, small, small, small work show, uh, just got an award, um, of excellence. And it's actually, um, one of the, my train pieces, which I was really delighted about. It's called all American and it's available as a print as well on my website. But, um, the original is uh, showing in a gallery in Birmingham, Alabama right now. And, and, uh, what what I guess I'm trying to say is even though I cross over a lot, my my train art becomes my gallery art and vice versa, you know, so <laughs> it's 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 good. I'm really happy with the way that um, <clears throat> the train art has been embraced in the in the art world as well. Your, your train art has uh, definitely uh, come in many forms. I, I believe I have a puzzle uh, of yours, yeah. <laughs> which is the one with um, it's got like the uh, the GG one, the Pennsylvania GG one at the bottom. It's got like right. a Santa Fe's on top, and I think it has some like some train masters and some that, that puzzle, units in the middle. Yeah, it's called Well Stock Shelves, and that puzzle has sold so incredibly well. I, I think I love, we have it I out it. now as a two thousand piece or something. I mean, a lot of pieces, many many more than I would ever sit down and take the time to put together, but. A lot of people obviously really enjoy it. That that's probably the best selling puzzle that we've done. Yeah, I love it too. So Thank that, you. Uh, <laughs> that top shelf, uh, well, well stock shelf that that is my favorite painting you've done. Period. That I remember seeing that one in the catalog and thinking, oh my god, this is just fantastic. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's a post war lover's dream. To be honest with you, well, it's thank fantastic. You. Thank you, and you know what. <laughs> Uh, that was a real fun painting to do. I really had a good time doing that. I actually had my husband who does a lot of woodworking build, build me um three shelves, you know, a, 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 actually like a little cabinet. Um, I set the lighting up and everything else pulled out all these trains and pieces. He collects a lot of the, um, a lot of the, a lot of the accessories and, and that sort of thing. So I was able to, you know, intersperse, you know, the coal bags and all that sort of stuff with the engines and um I set it all up on the shelves that he that he set that he uh made for me and um that was what I worked from. So that was that was a lot of fun to do. Um and then I was really delighted when Lionel decided to uh turn those into the box cars. Um there that that whole that whole painting is now three box cars. I don't know if you, you're familiar with that but Ironically, the artwork fit perfectly on the side of a boxcar, and that was not planned that way. So, if you ever get a chance to see the well-stocked bar, uh, boxcars, you'll see what I mean. Cool. I believe I believe I've seen those too, and those are awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm looking uh, at one right now in my studio. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I have one more question, and then I'm going to pass it over to uh, to Matt Z. Uh, okay. And I'm going to ask a question that I ask everybody. No, nobody is immune from this question, Angela, not even you. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. what, do you have a favorite railroad and why? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, well, I would. OK, I'm going to take it from from the toy. It's not from the railroad. It's from the toy train, Lionel train uh, aspect, because that's more what mm-hmm. what I what I, you know. No, I would absolutely have to say the Santa Fe. And I probably have painted that paint, that engine, that F3 so many times that I probably could paint it, you know, in my sleep. And it's just, it, it always is fun to paint. I love the colors. I love, um, 
how it's shiny, like the silver is shiny. And I just, I just love that engine. I would have to say it's probably that one. Well, that, that was the correct answer. So okay. Okay, <laughs> no, you, get, you get brownie points at Matt for that one. Okay. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a huge Santa Fe guy. So uh, <laughs> obviously anything you would have said would have been fine. And to your point in the beginning, I mean, I think our favorite railroads are definitely derived from the model railroading aspect of things, right? Like, right. you know, look, we're, we're, some of us are model railroaders. Some of us are model railroaders and rail fans as well. Um, I'm both. I enjoy model railroading and the real ones as well. But my love for these railroads that I have are definitely come from the model railroading aspect of them. And uh, yes, uh, Santa Fe is. Mine come from that probably totally. So (laughs) (laughs) I gotcha. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's the Santa Fe, I'd have to say for sure. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, Matt Z, I will pass the mic over to you, sir. All right. Thanks, Matt. Mm -hmm. So I have uh, questions more related to specific pieces. So I'm going to try to keep this as brief as I can. But the first one I want to talk about right off the bat is something that Matt and I, we've been, we looked over this before we started tonight and it was the catalog of the 2000, 2002 volume one. And that one had the image of the New York city fire department post nine 11. And that painting is fantastic. I was just curious on, what kind of inspired you to do that? And what was kind of the thought process with that? Well, that was at the time, um, Tom Blishock, who was a very good friend of, of mine, was uh, working with Lionel during that time period. And I had done quite a bit of um, artwork for him, many paintings for him, because he's a, a an avid collector as well. And Ironically, he he's, lives in Arizona, but he was in um, New York when the towers were hit. So he was extremely emotional. I mean, we were all, all emotional, but he was right there and, and saw everything. And um, he contacted me and he said, you need to do something and you need to do something and I'll help you. Let's, let's, let's brainstorm. So anyway, it ended up being becoming that painting. And what, what I did is he bought the original painting and that money I spent to have all the prints printed and, um, the, you know, I bought all the cartons and everything. I I paid for everything that I needed to do to release it as a print. There were 750 prints, um, of that print. And then, and then the advertising, I, I did a, you know, a lot of advertising for it too. So it covered all that, which was great. He got the painting. And then, um, what we did is we released the prints. The prints did extremely well. I sold them out. So all the proceeds, every bit went to, um, uh, the, uh, ladder four, uh, engine house in New York city for, um, the they had lost they they lost the most uh of their firemen at that time it was 15 i think was out, out of their house so what i did with that did i did the pencil drawing too it was a very detailed pencil drawing and then dick and linda coon bought the pencil drawing and the proceeds from that i framed 15 artist proofs and gave them all to the um families as well um so we raised about $55,000 and uh, brought it into New York and, and uh, were able to present it to the firehouse, which was probably the most moving thing that I think I've done with my artwork ever. You know, it, it was, it still chokes me up to this day. That's, that's super yeah. inspiring. Very yeah, inspiring. That's, that's really Thank quite you. the story. Thank you. Yeah, that uh, I saw that and I'm like, wow. I mean, that is a the painting alone is takes your breath away. And Thank it's just that's that's a fantastic story. That's it, really, and, you know, that's it, really it was great. a time period that everyone, I think, felt they wanted to do something and they didn't know what to do. And the only thing that I I do is I do art. So it was, you know, what can I do? And um, and then Tom 
you know, made it happen. He let it, you know, with his, with the purchase of the painting, it was, I was able to pay for everything to get it out there and, and really pleased with what we were able to, you know, raise with that. I could have never written a check for that much money, you know? So it was a good thing in a bad time. Oh yeah. I mean, I, it's like you said, it's, you don't know what to do, so you do what you can. And that that was really a, a fantastic thing. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yep. So Johnny had a, uh, something he wanted me to bring up. So Johnny, here's your plug. And that, um, I'm, I'm just going to read this to you and, uh, you okay. can, Matt, we can do whatever you like with this. But, uh, he said, uh, I remember she and her husband built a replica hobby shop in their, in her basement with a life-size mural of kids looking into the window. Yeah. Uh, and he, he wanted you to talk about that a little bit. Well, the, probably the, the, Biggest memory that I have heard from all you guys over the years has been Christmas time looking in the window at the trains when, when the new trains came out, you know, the Christmas, Christmas display. So when we were um, deciding on what to do with the, uh, the layout, I, I have always loved the Christmas layouts and the colors and the sparkles and, you know, the snow and all that sort of thing. So we decided to do, um, a layout like that. And then it kind of just grew. My husband said, well, why don't we make it like an old hobby shop? And we had an old Coke machine and we had the display. We had an old cash register. It was very cool. It was a really neat layout. And I, and I thought, well, if we're going to do that, then this was in our basement. And um, I said, why don't I paint a painting of kids looking in the window at the layout? So we, uh, I did it on a four by eight piece of plywood. And then we actually went to an, uh, like, a an antique store, bought an old door and with a big window in it. And we actually, uh, you know, built the door into the, into the wall as well. And I painted, you know, the door opened and I painted a child walking in the, the, uh, train room. So when you walked into the train room, you walked in from the back and the, the front, the front of the, the, uh, train room, was actually the trade store had a big window with um, three kids in three or four kids in it and a door with another child walking in. And then we, the whole, and it was all, all around the layout. So the kids were looking in at the layout. That's how that evolved. That's really cool. I, uh, I see you're kind of doing a model of that with the uh, gifts and uh, hobby shop, uh, Christmas time hobby store that Lionel's coming out with. Yes. That's really yeah. cool. I like yeah. that a whole lot. Thank you very much. I, I, I like, I like working on different pieces too, not just the box cars. I like that we're, you know, we're experimenting with different um, pieces and, you know, we're going to do some, some different things coming up next year as well. Nice. Nice. And I mean, like you said, your products go all over the place. I mean, I'm, I did what Matt said. I searched up Angela Chata Thomas on uh Lionel site and you got uh, flags, you got puzzles, you got, you know, obviously your trains themselves, you know, cars and boxcars and hoppers and cabooses and all that sort of thing. So, I mean, basically whatever you like, uh, you got, got uh, even billboards too. And right. Basically you, you name it, it's there too. And they're, they're kind of cool because I think there's artwork on both sides. So you can kind of switch them up. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So we, we're always constantly trying to, you know, come up with a new idea, but it's been fun. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. I'm, I, I, it's become sort of my legacy and I'm, I'm grateful to be able to say that I worked so much of my career with Lionel trains. It's, it's been a, a very good relationship and a, and a really good time. And would I've, you call I've, that uh, would you call that a Lionel legacy? <laughs> <There's> a- <laughs> A little train humor. We're all we're all train nerds here, so we like. <laughs> That's all right. That's not, believe me. I understand. I live with one. I know. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that one. That one was for Bob. 
So yeah, <laughs> okay, I'll, tell him. I'll tell him. He's probably in the other room listening right now. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. He said. <laughs> That's funny. All right. And then uh, I just had one more. Um, I think that's all I have is um, this is probably on your website. So I do apologize. But you're talking about the uh, the prints and the uh, commission work. What does that kind of cost like a ballpark figure? Well, the prints, the prints range from. I think they're one ninety nine to two fifty, um, and they're they are a very limited number. There are only fifty prints of each uh, image, and <clears throat> excuse me, they're on a they're canvas on um mounted on a on an actual canvas, and then they're backed with felt, so you can frame them, or you don't have to frame them, and you can hang them, and they and they look great either way. So. Um, a lot of the times people don't even want to get into framing and these don't need to be framed. They're, they're finished right on the sides. They're about a, uh, probably an inch to an inch and a half deep on the sides. They look, they look really great. And then the private commissions are, they range and depends. I would say they probably are started about 3000 and, and depends how much, you know, how big of a painting it is, where it goes from there, what I do with them. Uh, if there's figures in them, how many it's, it's, you know, I try to be really fair, but I, I pretty much have a, I know how long these things take me now, you know, it's, and I kind of can, you know, if I know, I know like a steam engine's a little bit more time than a, than an F3, you know, that sort of thing. So, um, I can pretty much guesstimate, but I would say in the $3,000 range for the private commission work. All right, cool. That way, if, so if, if you want something uh, done, you know, customized, you have that price. And if you want to just buy something, uh, off, right? There's something off your site, I try to have that. something for everyone, and the prints are much more obviously much more uh, reasonable. And oh, by the way, the prints are all signed and numbered. So there's 50 prints. They're artist proofs. There and they're signed by me. So um, they usually take about two, like probably more like three weeks to ship out because I actually order them as they're ordered. And then when I get them, I sign them and um, ship them out. But they're all hand signed by me. Sweet. Now, this is just for kicks and for my my just knowledge. Could you pick any print? that you made and could I have it? Like, could I get that 2002 catalog cover or is that something you that, don't do? That, no, that, that one, I, I, I have the prints that are available because of they're already in sequence with the printing company and everything else. So that one I don't do because that one, I, I have a, I kind of feel like I don't want to make a profit on, on that particular piece. So that piece I've not released as a, as a print other than the original run on that. You might be able to find that on the secondary market, you know, if you go into, um, even, even if you, if you look on any eBay or whatever, they, they, sometimes they, they do show up, but, um, that one's not available. Not everything is available as a print. So if you wanted to see what was available, you can go on my website and then there's a, a link, you know, one of the pages that says Lionel prints, click on that. And then there's all the images. And then if you click on the image, all the information, pricing and everything, and another click on the bottom, that's a lot of clicks, but anyway, takes you to an order form. So that's basically how, how the prints work. The private commissions is, is obviously, you know, time and um, we would have to talk. We'd have to communicate. There's a much more involved process. Okay. All right, cool. Just uh, was curious on that. Uh, I think that's all I got, Matt. I'm going to have to uh, find myself a Santa Fe print, I think. Oh, there's lots of those. No shortage of Santa Fe. I like the one with the trolley, too. I'll be honest with you. I'm a I'm a huge trolley and, and uh, streetcar subway guy. So, Oh, I um, love the trolleys. Yeah, they're some yeah. of my favorites, for sure. Yeah. 
Have you uh, ever thought about actually? You know what? <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We're going to talk about subways. Uh, I was going to ask about a, a subway little bit of a one. running joke. A little bit of a running <laughs> joke on our podcast. We we um you know subways are kind of that different uh little different little animal when it comes to uh you know O scale, but uh, it's kind of how it was the catalyst for actually starting this podcast. So uh, we enjoy talking about it. But um, have you ever thought about doing? Uh, something along like an old subway, like an old Chicago or New York, like subway scene. I haven't. Um, but I'm never saying never. <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't. I don't. You know, I mean, with with toy trains or with you know with for toy real? trains, toy trains, with toy trains. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I know it's not I really haven't, but you know what? It's a pretty good idea. So. I, you never know. I might, my, I might look into that. We'll see. We'll see what. Yeah, that I, works. I, I know that subways aren't really a post-war thing. Um, obviously, tr- you know, trolleys kind of are, but uh, yeah, yeah, just I was just, just curious. Well, I'm not tight. I mean, anymore. I do so many things. Like you know, I do new pieces. I do, I do everything now. It doesn't that that doesn't matter. I, I strictly stick to Lionel, but I do, I do, you know, all the errors. I've done a lot in uh, standard gauge as well. Many, many oh, uh, pieces with that. So, um, no, I'm never going to say never. And you've given me an idea. I'll think about for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Uh, cool. <laughs> also, uh, is there anything you could tell us perhaps that uh, maybe any spoilers or maybe some really cool uh, little info on maybe what you're working on or, or something <laughs> coming up in the future for you? Uh, well, with Lionel, not yet. Okay. <laughs> it's all right. We, we're you, not finalized know. yet. <laughs> yeah, that's um, all good. But um, I just continue. Not not right now. I basically have have to. You know, I don't do a lot of pieces that aren't already commissioned anymore because you know they're either going to be for the Lionel pieces or they're going to be for a client. So I don't really have anything going right now that. That's like exciting to talk about. Unfortunately, I work continuously. I will though. Lionel will, will make their final decision soon, and then then I'll start. But not yet. Understood. That's perfectly fine. Okay. All good. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to be evasive. That's the truth. <laughs> no, we don't. We're, 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 we're not here to break NDAs or you know, or, or you know, give like in, inside information. Like you know, we, we just we just figured if there was something you know you wanted to bring up, you're more than welcome to to talk about it. I, I mean, and I would if it was finalized for sure. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Well, we appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Well, uh, I don't think I have anything else. Uh, Matt, did you have anything else? I don't. I just said this is a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this one. Uh, Really big thanks, Angela, for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I I couldn't be more pleased with the response that I've gotten over the years from from all you guys. It means a lot to me that that what I have created – taps your heartstrings the way it does and and i'm grateful i'm very grateful it's been a good it's been a good ride <laughs> i'm not feeling <laughs> it yet <laughs> it's been good gotcha. <laughs> all right well uh you know like all of our guests uh we want to make sure that um that uh, you get to speak out and tell us about all your social media all your shout outs um the floor is yours uh go right ahead I'd love for everyone to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and my social media name is Angela Trotta Thomas artist. And, uh, I constantly post on both those forums and, uh, you'll see a lot of new pieces as they come out. So that would be terrific if, if you join that. Also, um, if you'd like to see everything that's available as far as my prints that, uh, I have out and, a lot of older artwork, you can visit my website, which is AngelaTrotaThomas.com. And if you have any questions, or if you want to talk about possible private commission or whatever, whatever uh, you'd like, my email is AngelaTrotaThomas at gmail.com. I try to keep it simple. So if you can remember my name, you can probably find me. (laughs) (laughs) Just just Google Angela Trotta Thomas and you'll you'll get everything you need. But But, uh, no, 
we're going to make sure all of that information will definitely be uh, in the notes for this particular episode. So again, if people, uh, if you want to kind of get something you can copy and paste, it'll definitely be there for you. Okay, terrific. Uh, Matt Z, where can people find you? You can find me on YouTube under Matt-TrainLover9943. I'm on Facebook under the same name. I'm on Instagram as Matt's.Hobbies. And like always, you can find me on the Discord server, Matt Matt, talking, uh, fixing something, whatever it be. Just having a good old time in there. So definitely be sure to check that out. And you can find me on YouTube at West Chicago Model Railroad. I'm also on Facebook under the same name. And I'm also on Instagram at WCMRR. Now, uh, we want to... Obviously, again, give a big thanks uh, out to Angela for coming on our podcast. We also want to thank all of our all of our listeners out there, obviously, because um, we do this because model railroading inspires us. And you also inspire us to keep making these episodes. So we really do appreciate everybody who has come out of the discord, who's left comments. And because of that, um, we're going to have a new section uh, and uh, we're going to have a listener email section. So uh, for anybody out there that's listening to this now, um, if you have a question for us or a comment on our next episode, we're going to have a kind of a listener segment and we'll uh, we'll read all the email that's sent to us. So if you want to email us, uh, it is Matt and Matt O'Scale trains at gmail.com. Uh, that is also in the show notes. So uh, if you didn't get that, you can just uh, look in the uh, in the in the notes and that uh, email address will be there. And uh, just let us let us know what you're thinking. Uh, give us a comment. Give us a question. And we'll try to answer it on the podcast for you. So uh, with that said, I want to wish everybody a wonderful night. Take good care, everyone. Thanks so much. Thanks.